welcome to Otaku American. In this episode, we're basically just recapping uh, the things that we had witnessed and and experienced and everything in um, New York Comic Con, which just ended yesterday, Sunday, today being Monday. Uh, special show, I guess, considering we don't usually do shows on Mondays. Yeah. So. LB, what did you think about, uh, you know, this is our first Comic-Con that we went to. We went to Comic-Cons before, but we were fans before. This time we went as um, representing the press this time. So what did you think about uh, your experience in being a member of the press and going to Comic-Con as opposed to being just a fan going to Comic-Con? Well, being with the press going to Comic-Con, a lot of the people that have their own games, books, mangas, and things of that nature they kind of give you a lot more leeway when you're approaching them and you're asking them different questions about things they really don't kind of like shove you off or whatever like they would yeah, do they with don't, like a fan they don't brush you off like alright well this is some random well Comic Con is a little different though because Comic Con unlike some other uh, events for press or events in general they're open to fans so right. some some of the artists and illustrators and story writers and you know Everything encompassing anime, manga, video games, you know, otaku culture in general, excuse me, aside from the actual um, cosplaying side, they, they're more willing to be a little more tolerant of fans and fanboys, whereas in other things like E3, um, E3 now that is for press and you know when they have fanboys show up they don't particularly care for it they like you said they brush them off they're like yeah get out of my face i'm i'm here for work yeah whereas this time it's like you know when we're there as press you know they're more open i think the word is they're more open to letting us know information because at the end of the day they're like well they these guys no matter how big or small their publication is they can kind of still help us out yeah maybe we can get um listeners or fans from someplace that we normally wouldn't have access to before yeah and i when i i also noticed that as i was talking to them when i finished the initial interviews and i was getting set up and i was saying thank you and i was trying to walk away they seemingly didn't want me to walk away yeah <laughs> because as i'm talking to them i noticed everyone around them was just just kind of being quiet and they weren't bothering them at all. So they kind of had this look like, please don't leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm, leave, I'm like, I have to go interview other people. I'm sorry. I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, you know, we had uh, our first, like, episode of the podcast, audio podcast came up. And that was the uh, Ruby interview. Uh, the next interview would probably be, I believe, the Bob's Burgers interview. And um, then we'll have some cosplaying interviews that are all video. And, um some interviews with other like smaller um companies that are making out and coming out with a product so watch out for the any of those things that are coming out they should be coming out within a week maybe two weeks from now uh probably within a week from now so but yeah like when you would talk to these guys it was like you know they were happy to oblige and give you information and give you stuff and you know you know, as a fan, you don't necessarily get that. What you get is like, hey, how's it going? Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching our stuff. You know, yeah. you know, here's a sticker and then keep it moving. More of a high and by, you know? Yeah, <laughs> keep it moving. Whereas a member of the press, it's like, hey, um, you know, we got this available. We got that available. If you want more information, hit us up. Here's our email. Here, our, Here's our phone number. Like the thing that was crazy to me was getting emails from people like um, 
rooster teeth and getting emails from Fox and all this other stuff. And they're giving like PR phone numbers and things like that. Now, as a member of press, if you're a member of the press with press credentials, you're used to that kind of thing all the time. But being a person who owns like their own, you know, I, when I say publication, I mean that loosely because, you know, we've only been around since like the middle of June. Yeah. So, you know, to see this stuff and to in, to inhale it and partake in these things and be up there in the uh, press lounge with other people and talking to other people who are like, you know, you know, when I did the Bob's Burgers um, interview with Jazz from the Rhythm the Rebel we were there with people from Fox News. So yeah. so yeah. I was like, you know, there was Fox News, there was NBC, there's all these other people there. You know, it's not like big name journalists, but they're relatively big name journalists for people who are otaku culture. So, you know, I was like, I, was, I wasn't awestruck because, you know me, I'm not really one for like the celebrity thing. Like if, uh, to me, at the end of the day, a celebrity is a person. Another person. So, yeah. you know, you go to the bathroom you brush your teeth just like i do so i don't really see the point in kind of gushing over you but to know that you know for me to be in this and doing it and getting the same scoops that they're getting and that kind of thing i was like wow <laughs> i should have went to school for journalism then you know but um you know i enjoyed myself thoroughly uh i only went for two days because i felt kind of under the weather for the last two days or the last three days so but i know you went for um you went sunday and you also went thursday and friday right so you know we unfortunately weren't able to get there on saturday but you know things happen sometimes but um from the days that we did go it was you know i enjoyed myself i was tired after every single day but you know i did enjoy myself when I was going there, I really just had to keep chugging a whole lot of water as I was going there because for some odd reason, being a member of the press this time that we went, it just seemed outrageously exhausting as I was going around talking to people. Yes, because I know, like, for instance, it was like, um, for me, it was like I went to do, um, what was I doing? I did the bob's burgers interview with jazz uh-huh and then that ended and then i had to go from one end of jacob javits to the totally like i was all the way upstairs on one end of it and i had to literally do a diagonal shift and yeah. go down all the way downstairs all the way to the other side of the building and i'm like sprinting i get there and i was a little late so i wasn't able to do it but the um the panel it was a panel i was trying to get to but the panel was more or less like um it was Ruby, so I didn't feel that bad because I already did the interview with Ruby, and I have some sort of, you know. Yeah, you know, I think the reason it felt so tiring is because each year you go, the the entire floor is seemingly twice as big as it was the last year. You know what's another thing that was weird? Because the first year that we went was two years ago, and when we went, where the where the press lounge was was where the anime was. yeah. So when we went up there, I was like, oh, okay. So that meant they packed more things into the first and second and third floors than they did any previous year before that. So, Or maybe they just had a select few exhibitors. Because there was exhibitors all over the place. It was just 
You know, if it wasn't um, for Thursday, Thursday was, let me put it this way. If you're the type of person that you're in a press, now press people already know this. Thursday is the day to go to Comic-Con because you can get in line. You can wait for stuff. Lines yeah. aren't that long. A lot of fans aren't really there. A lot of fans aren't really there. You know, you can do all the stuff that you want to do, whether that be like a fan or to do the things just to witness some of the stuff so you don't have to do it when there's a whole bunch of people. Because when we did our, our first teaser video, we took the footage from um, looking out in a wide uh, angle from the floor. Uh, we're up top and we're looking down at everything. And you can see the carpet. <laughs> yeah, you can see the carpet in on Thursday, on Friday, and on Sunday. You, you can't see the people. carpet. You saw nothing but people. You so, didn't know a carpet was there. You're like, yeah, oh, you didn't okay. even know what color the carpet was from Friday to Sunday. So, but there's significantly more people, and every year we go, it's more and more people. It's just getting more and more popular. You know, that's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because then you're not able to witness as much as you would like because. You know, I'm the type of dude that when there's a lot of people around me, I'm not particularly happy. So I kind of want to start throwing elbows and, you know, that kind of thing. I don't want to, you know, I don't want people all up on top of me. Throw them bows. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, to me, it was it was cool. I enjoyed myself. I, I know you're more of a personable person than I am. So you probably enjoyed yourself a little more than I did. Well, what is a personable person? A personable person is a person who enjoys being around people who can talk to people i can talk to people too but i tend to be let's put it this way i'm a little more friendly to people i know people i don't know i'm i'm willing to talk to them but eh. well i think everybody is like that the cosplayers especially yeah the cosplayers are interesting um (laughs) some of the cosplayers are like regular no all of the cosplayers are regular people it's just that sometimes some like when they take that persona of that character they do it the whole time they never they never take a um scene off they're yeah. just that character the whole time they're at Com- comic-con whereas some people you see them talking to people they see them talking to their kids and stuff like that and you know everything else and then you ask for a picture or an interview and then they turn it on and they do it so but there are some certain people who kind of like that me i don't really have an issue with it but some of the people we were with, there with, sometimes they have a little issue with it. So, you know, but, you know, the two people we had with us, Jazz and Jay Optics, it was both of their first time being there. We're going to have them on the show some other time um, to also fully recap the, you know, experience that we had with um, Comic-Con this past year. But um, I know it was their first, their, it was their first time being at Comic-Con this year. And I'm kind of interested in interested to know their take on how they felt about it because it's always great to hear from someone like you hear from people who have been there multiple times before yeah and it's cool you know they like yeah i've been there's like third or fourth year or i've been there for the last five six seven years but it's always that like i've been doing this for a while so it's like so it's like it's old hat kind of thing but you want to always hear from the people who it's their first time being there i've taken people there with me and it was their first time being there and I always want to hear about those first times because that's – if you had a good experience your first time doing anything, well, not anything, but certain – I can think of certain things in which the first time wasn't all that great. But, you know, if if you can think – if you can do something for the first time and you have a great experience, you're more likely to do it again. Yeah. So 
you know, I was I'm kind of curious as to what their reaction is to that. Maybe I can get uh, Jay Optics um, uh, get a little tidbit with him when we do nickels and dimes for this coming week. But um, yeah, uh, or maybe we'll just talk about it on the rhythm and the rebel. So you know, but. What when do you remember your first the first time you went to Comic Con was what like two years ago? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and back then it wasn't, and I say back then like it was like yeah. forty years ago. <laughs> but it at that time it was like you know it was just getting to where it is now because it was kind of it was a lot of people there that day too that year too, but. I mean, it, it wasn't like the amount of people and popularity as it is yeah, like overseas. Because even because over like two years ago, you could still move around. Yeah. Like last year and this year, you couldn't move around. Like I, there was there was multiple times on Friday. There was multiple times I would try to cut through the crowd and I would stand there. Mm-hmm. There was one specific time that I can think of offhand because it was a weird situation. We were there, and um, I was I was there, and I was trying to get to um, where Jazz and Jay Optics were to talk to them and get some information and something like that in regards to our next segment, um, setting up our next segment. So I go over there and I um, see them, and on my way, there's this dude who's towering above everyone wearing a costume. And it's like a robotic costume, and he's, like, walking, and people are stopping and taking pictures and stuff like that. And then it gets to a point where he stops, and he turns, and he goes straight. The reason why he stops and he turns and goes straight is because he stopped because he saw Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, he did. And he stopped, turned, walked over to Whoopi Goldberg, and hugged her. <laughs> and then they had a conversation. I got I got most of the conversation that they had on tape, and you guys will see that shortly. But um, I just thought, you know, it's those type of situations in which you see that kind of stuff, and um, you um, you're like, wow, Comic Con. That's the type of stuff that goes on in Comic Con. Another thing that happened was um, these guys who I plan on I want to get an uh, interview with, and uh, PB Soldier. Who's uh, his comic? That's the name of his comic. Uh, Nasid a gifted. He um, he has a comic book. It's uh, PB Soldier. He's uh, you can get that on. I believe you can get that on iTunes. He's out here from. He's out in Jersey in Newark, New Jersey, I believe. But um, he had uh, a. I went on his Facebook page and he had a picture of um, <laughs> Leroy. Uh, what's his name? Leroy Jenkins. No, from uh, Last Dragon. For the last dragon, uh, Bruce Leroy. Yeah, Bruce Leroy. He had Bruce Leroy holding two uh, comics, two of his comics um, when he got it. He, awesome. Yeah, and I, I was like, wow. But how often does that happen? How often do you get that kind of situation? Yeah. So you know, I actually saw Bruce Leroy at his booth signing autographs and taking pictures with people. I was trying to get close, but there were so many people just crowded around that I could, I really couldn't get to the guy to talk to him at all. Yeah, I, I know he was there. There was quite a few people. Um, a friend of mine told me um, Kelly Ripper and her family were there from Regis and um, not Regis and Kelly, from Michael and, Kelly and Michael, uh, the morning show in the morning uh, on uh, I believe that's Fox. Kelly Ripper and her family were there, and they were you know Comic Con, New York Comic Con. You're liable to get a lot of celebrities show up. Whoopi Goldberg was there. I wasn't expecting Whoopi Goldberg was there. I didn't even know why Whoopi Goldberg was there, honestly. <laughs> so, and then you have her, you have Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy makes sense. Yeah. Cult, 
he's a cult classic movie guy, so of course he's going to be there. Um, you had Kelly Ripper, like I mentioned before. You had a uh, you had a whole bunch of other um, celebrities there. Um, you know, whether it was like major celebrities or whether it was like cult classic celebrities or whatever kind of celebrity you want to say. So I enjoyed myself. I thought it was pretty good. Um, there's a lot of people and. You know, for them to have a press lounge, that meant they had to take something that would have been in there and place it downstairs. So that yes. would have made it even more packed. So, and they, I know they sold out. I believe they sold out, officially sold out, the week of, the week leading into Comic-Con. They sold out officially. Because they had, like, I believe, going into this week, this past week, they had Thursday tickets still available. But they sold out shortly afterward. Like, I mean, maybe two days before Thursday came. Like, what, Tuesday? They sold out on Tuesday. So, but they were sold out on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for, like, the last two, three months. So, but um, that just goes to say, if you plan on going to Comic-Con this coming year, you better hurry up and get those tickets. Those tickets aren't on sale, of course, right now, but... You know, once those tickets go on sale, that's going to be pretty much it. So, yeah, they're all going to be gone literally within seconds. Yeah. Especially from people buying them online. Yeah, they're going to be gone. And a friend of mine was um, looking for a ticket to get his son. He eventually got his ticket. But um, he said on eBay he saw this dude had um, he had gotten because Comic-Con allowed kids only passes, which were free. And this dude had seven of them, and he was selling them for, like, $50 each. So you got seven free tickets for kids, and you went on eBay to sell them for, like, 50 bucks each. I believe it. No, I believe it, too, but <laughs> I'm just like, it. I, really I believe do. it also, but I'm like, that's just real messed up. And, you know, come to think that's of That's, like, a 100% profit right there. You know who I actually saw on Sunday um, from the show Heroes? I actually saw um, Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. He's the guy who has a psychic power from Heroes. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. In case, yeah, yeah. you know, some, some people don't watch the show. Yeah. He was actually I'm there them, but, yeah. signing autographs and taking pictures with people. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. And he was there on Sunday. Yeah. Because Sunday's usually a wind-down day, and Sundays usually end way earlier than the other days. Like, Thursday starts later, and Sunday ends earlier. Thursday yeah. started at 3, Sunday ended at 5. Whereas Friday and Saturday, it was like from 10 in the morning to like 7 or 8. No, it was like from 10 to 10, really. But of course, those um, those parties afterwards, like if you listen to that uh, Ruby interview we had, Monty uh, Ohm was, you know, he was like, you know, his favorite thing that he liked to do when he had some downtime was dancing. Yeah, he said dancing was his favorite thing. So he was like, you know, he plans on going out partying. Uh, it's any of these couple days coming up So I know you know We were invited to a couple things but You know I'm <laughs> I'm an old man now so <laughs> I can't go out and do those things anymore But um Yeah it would have been nice to go out and do Some of that stuff if I had more time You know I guess when you're Monty Ohm and you're here Out from uh Texas I believe they're based in Texas Uh and you're here to do the uh, thing You don't really have Too many other obligations To be doing in New York Not really, no So you can go out And dance all night If you want it, so 
But um, yeah, they it's you know I really really like I really enjoyed myself. Um, anyone who's really into this kind of stuff, I would definitely su- suggest you know going out and doing this and um, doing the Comic Con thing. There was people I ran into actual friends that I knew, um, whether it was from work or I ran into a guy that I haven't seen in like <laughs> years. Yo, it's been like at least five years. I haven't seen this dude in five years. I haven't seen him so long that I forgot who I forgot his name. I just happened <laughs> to see him. I looked at him. I was like, "Oh, was like, hey, Mike." Like, "Oh, hey." No, we didn't know each other's names because what happened was I worked with the guy. Yeah. I actually hired the guy from a job I had before. Yeah, and uh, he, I did the interview, and I hired him pretty much, pretty much on the spot. And I come to find out he's still working there. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, we exchanged information and everything else. And you'll probably, he'll probably be on the show one, uh, maybe um, sometime soon. Hopefully, if we can get things together correctly. But, um, yeah, I ran into him. I, I think it, I ran into him like shortly after the Whoopi Goldberg thing. Because Whoopi Goldberg was happening behind me. I turned around and I looked and I saw him. I was like, oh. You just happened to see him. Yeah, I just happened to see him. He just happened to walk past me at that moment in time. You know, I didn't actually get to see Whoopi Goldberg. I was probably, like, on the other side of the gigantic floor. You're probably on the other side of the floor. Yeah, it's just, it, there was things everywhere. There's, like, you know, the the Lego cars that they had. Yeah. The Lego car was hot, though. I have to admit, the Lego car, and they had the little skull in the front. Mm-hmm. That was hot. And, and it's weird because you had, you had all that, the Comic-Con stuff, and then in the middle you had, like, a booth for um, Chevrolet. The Chevrolet booth was, like, in between, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, surprisingly, I didn't really see too many people at the Chevrolet booth. I, I saw mean, people. there were people there, like, inside the cars and everything. But it seemed like the bulk of the people were just kind of hovering around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had um, the Camaro was there. That's yeah. the only car that people really paid attention to. And for obvious reasons, with Transformers using Camaros on, all, yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah. So, you know, when you have a show that's all about pop culture and comic books and movies and that kind of thing, and then you display a Camaro that's been in a whole bunch of different movies, then, yeah, people going to hover around the Camaro. But, it's like, you know, oh, they, had the little, they had the little compact car over there. Nobody looked at that. They were like, no, yeah, I, um... No. I can see that outside right now. They're like, oh, a compact car. Okay, back to the Camaro. Back to the Camaro. And then they cross and they go Walking Dead. So, you know, I think it, I think the Chevrolet booth was relatively close to the uh, Walking Dead booth. The Walking Dead mystery house thing with yeah. the car. So, I looked at that house and I think Jay Optics had asked me. He was like, you know, I wonder what's in that house. And I'm like, you know what? I think that if you go... Because... Where the house was, on two sides of it were displays for Transformers action. Well, not really action, but collectible figures, mm-hmm. and they were like twelve inches or thirteen inches tall. Yeah, I didn't see that. And they were on, they were in the glass cases on about two sides. And so I'm like, you know what? I think if you go inside that house, they might have a giant Transformer around the inside posing <laughs> that people are taking pictures next to. Because I know on the bottom of the house they had um, a video game setup thing. And oh, yeah? uh, on the top of it, yeah, on the, on the bottom, they have video game things set up. And then um, I believe, I forgot the name of this company. Um, it's a, a Japanese company, and they had cosplayers come up and do interviews and stuff like that. But it was all relatively close to the same area. There was also that car that had the armor on it with the minigun on top of it. Yeah, that was the Walking Dead yeah. stuff. 
that it was like literally yeah. right within the um, footprint of the uh, of that house. But people were able to walk into like you had to walk up the stairs that go into it. Yeah. I'm not really a big Walking Dead fan, so I didn't really see the point really. But I know other people who've actually gone in there and did stuff in there. I thought it was funny seeing the cosplayers get on that car and get on a minigun and start pretending to shoot things. Yeah. Like you see Mario and like Link on a minigun. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. That's crazy. That's just crazy talk. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was it it was fun. I I enjoyed myself. Uh, I was tired a lot, but (laughs) I enjoyed myself. Um, You know, I would definitely do it again if they if. If they allow us to do it again, I will definitely do it again. I'll probably go to all four four days. Just take off that week and just do all four days. So, you know, but the heart, the problem with me, the problem with that is taking off that week is I, knowing my luck, I'll take off the week and then it'll be the following week or the week before. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm like, because <laughs> that's what happened last year. Last year, I took the wrong week off. I took the week that I thought it was going to be. And then a friend of mine at work was like, you know, you picked the wrong week, right? I'm like, oh, wonderful. Yeah. So I ended up having to go on one of the days I had off. So which is not fun. So, yeah. So I learned my lesson from that. So, <laughs> so yeah. But uh, it was great. Um you know, next time we'll probably have more people. We'll cover more things. You know, that the whole thing was just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, experience. Oh, yeah. So. One thing one thing that was kind of funny to me that really wasn't related to Comic-Con at all, because as I was taking pictures of the cosplayers and as I was interviewing a few people, they actually stopped in, like, the middle and was like, I love your glasses. Yeah. Those are so cool. Where would you get them from? I'm like, I yeah. got them from Amazon. Keep in mind, that the best part about that is, keep in mind, this dude has glasses on, which is not a problem. You know, your pixel art glasses are hot. They actually, you know, I wouldn't wear them personally. But, you know, for you, awesome time. They look good, good on you. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the thing about it is, the thing that I find is odd about that situation is, these are people who are dressed up, yeah, as characters, and they stop what they're doing to tell you that you're telling me my glasses look, look great. I'm like, all right, thanks. I was like, your costume looks your hot, costume but, looks okay. way better than my glasses. Well, I'm I'm wearing glasses, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the furthest my cosplaying is going right now and is I, wearing glasses. I actually saw two people that had the same type, but they were like different, had like yeah. blue and all of that weird stuff. You know, speaking of cosplaying, um, obviously you did not cosplay this pet this time. No. What was the reason for that? Because if you remember our first episode, I tried to get you to say what you were going to wear, and then you just didn't do it. Well, I was conflicted between four different costumes that I was thinking about wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm and not going to say what they are because I'm going to wear one of them next year. You're going to wear one of them next year. You're going to be in costume while interviewing other people about their costumes. Yeah. Because I saw a lot of that, too. I yeah. saw a lot of guys dressed up, like, the dressed up in some costume, and they're also... Some of them were, like, real cheesy. There was one guy who looked like uh, Fidel Castro. Wow. So... <laughs> I actually saw Batman interviewing a couple of people. Yeah, that was, you know... the best For me, the best would be Fidel Castro interviewing other people. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, this dude looks like Fidel Castro. No, it would have been hilarious to see Fidel Castro interview Osama bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, somebody... Like, what? There were people there were people there who were bold, but they weren't that bold. So, you know, some some people were there in um, quite questionable uh, outfits. 
So, I've got pictures. Now, they're on the site. They're on Facebook. Look at them. Check them out on uh, Facebook uh, fan page. Facebook slash uh, Taco American. Very, in, very interesting costumes. Yeah, this... There's um the one that I saw that was the best was in the teaser, which was the guy from um the di- guy who dressed up as uh the Joker from the Dark Knight, and it, the, there's a little more to that um video though that segment of the video. Um, when I took that uh video, I'm sitting there taking a video, and he comes. I I walk up and I see there's a guy, another guy getting a video, and he yeah. got it from the escalator, and he's coming down the escalator getting him the whole time. It was cool. I wasn't about to do that because I had to go and do something else right after that moment. Okay. So I take the video, and then at the very end, the part where it cuts out, there's a little more to that. And then I stop the tape, and then he says something that I'm like, okay, dude, you know, you could say whatever you want, but, you know, if you were someplace else, you wouldn't be saying certain things. It wasn't anything that was, like, out of control, like he needed to get punched in the face. But it was like, you know, um, he was like being, you know, it was like a little, a little wisecrack, which in costume, I would allow that. In costume, makes sense. It's perfectly cool because you're playing as the Joker and Joker says a lot of wisecrack kind of stuff. Joker says a lot of things. The only difference is the Joker actually kills people. So, And I don't think yeah. this dude's going to go out and kill people. But, you know, um, everything was all well and good, all well and fun. So, you know. You know what I was really surprised at? I actually, I was expecting it, but I didn't actually see anyone dress up as any characters from the game Twisted Metal, specifically Sweet Tooth. I thought I would have saw that guy in there somewhere. He's probably, he might have been there on Saturday. Maybe. He might have been. I seriously doubt it because, like, you and me, between the two of us, we were both there Thursday and Friday. Didn't see that. Yeah. And then you were there Sunday. You didn't see it. Nope. So what's the likelihood that the dude or people who dressed up as Sweet Tooth or any of the characters, Calypso or any of the characters from um, Twisted Metal, were there on Saturday? Like, they all came together and was like, you know what? We're We're going to go go this way. We're going to dress up as... Uh, Twisted Metal characters, but we're only going to go on Saturday. Yes. So, you know, and if we see the Otaku American guys, we're going to hide from them. Yeah, we're going to go, we're going <laughs> to in the bathroom. So, but, um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I enjoyed myself. You know, um, I had a great time. Uh, next time, maybe I'll bring other people with me to help us out with this um, whole um, coverage thing. Yeah, I would definitely do it again. Uh, I'll get more sleep <laughs> when I'm not there. I'll get more sleep, but uh, and it wasn't even like it, it was weird because the whole like week that was going on, and I was actually going to work some, you know, uh, on certain days, and the whole week is going on, and I'm like at work, and people are like, "You look real tired." <laughs> I'm like, and it, the funny, the funny part about it was they told me I look real tired, but at the end of the day, I was like. I didn't feel like sleepy tired. Yeah. Maybe I just looked tired, but I never felt sleepy tired. Usually when people say you look tired, it's usually like, oh, you look sleepy tired. Yeah. But no, they were like, you just look tired. And I was like, I guess I am just tired. Between having a full-time job and then doing this on your days off, the, the, you know, you have your five days you work and then you have your two days off. Usually on your two days off, you just chill. You chill. Yeah, you just want to sit down. Obviously, I did not sleep. do that. 
obviously I didn't get that memo for this past week. So, no. did you get that TPS report? No. No, I didn't get no. the TPS report. Did I have the cover sheet? No, I probably didn't. No. But if you have my swing line, this whole place is going to go on fire. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, you know, I enjoyed myself. It was great. I don't know how many times I have said in this podcast, it's like a drinking game, how many times I've said that uh, I enjoyed myself multiple, multiple times. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed one of, myself. One of the best Comic-Cons so far. <laughs> it's easy to say because we said that last year when we were fans. We were like, this is the best Comic-Con. Getting my fanboy on. Meanwhile, um, the one switch was the last two years we went, it was mainly heavy. It was heavy Marvel. This year was heavy DC. Yeah. There was a lot of DC. There was some Marvel stuff that came up. Like, they had some, um, what is that, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff yeah. that came up. They had some of that stuff. But for the most part, it was Marvel. It was, I'm sorry, it was mo- mainly um, DC stuff. I saw Aquaman like 15 million times. It's probably the only time I really see Aquaman. And besides, I uh, believe, I think they phased Aquaman out. I'm pretty sure they phased it out, phased them out. Did they? Yeah, because I was talking to somebody who was from DC, and he was talking about how um, they made <laughs> they made it like his at last episode. Because he's there, but he's not there. Like the original Aquaman in yeah. the comic book is like his his farewell was like, "All right, guys, I see you guys later." And then he like swims out somewhere, and then he's just never seen from again. Yeah, and then there's a guy who takes his place, but he's not quite Aquaman. So I gotta look that up more. But I just thought about it just now when we were um, doing this podcast just now. So, so now all the uh, otaku worldwide, you know, we're thinking Aquaman's gone. So we can mainly just focus on Submariner now. Submariner, <laughs> but Submariner was awesome. Yeah, he was. I still is actually. Aquaman, all he did was talk to fish. Submariner had like actual powers. Yeah. So eventually Aquaman in DC got powers, but it was like, you know, when you start out wearing a wetsuit and talking to fish, you can't really you can't really overcome that. So yeah. that's pretty much it right there. What do we tag on to that? Just piggyback on something. We can't there's not too much you can do in regards to that, so but like I said, you know, we're pretty much gonna end the show right about right here. And check out those uh we have a, a video coming up for um two of the interviews I had gotten with uh some comic uh comic company people, um one being Nowhere Man, the other one also being um Battle Masters. And the guys uh the two guys representing those two um franchises, they're gonna explain to you exactly what it is that's going on, how you can get in contact with them, that kind of thing. I like what I saw out of the two. So, you know, I think they'll be very good um, comic books to read. Uh, there's another comic book that I'm, you know, um, PB Soldier. I had, uh, I got, I actually got his um, comic book on my iPad. So I got to look through that. And um, we'll probably also, interv- uh, not interview, but um, I know I mentioned this before, like episodes ago, but uh, Lust is a um graphic novel I have. I'm going to finally probably put that on the blog. You can probably find that on uh, otakoamerican.wordpress.com You'll probably see that blog on there. Other than that, I don't really have too much other things to say aside from Yeah, that, um, that's pretty much the bulk of it. I mean, when I was there, I was mainly just going to take pictures of like the cosplayers and different various things. I mean, I got yeah. a couple of interviews with some surprisingly outrageously cool people as I was talking to them. And they have their sites on 
the uh, at the end of the interview, you yeah. check them out also. Yeah, you check those out. Yeah. For the most part, I was just going to take pictures, but I took did some interviewing also. Yeah. You got to gotta put on your um, interview hat. <laughs> yes, indeed. But, um, yeah, you know, as always, you can find us on iTunes, um, Stitcher, Blueberry, GetItPodcast.com, uh, Giga Dial, a whole bunch of other stuff. We also have that. Uh, you can check out the channel. Um, we're going to have a... a a channel dedicated for Otaku American, but at this moment in time, you can check out uh, Mikey Fresh, M Y K E Y, yeah, Fresh uh, on YouTube, and find out, look at uh, some of our um, check out the video footage, video footage that we have up there, and uh, of course, as always, go on to Facebook.com/slash Otaku American for our fan page. Uh, you can also, you know, see us on some other shows, like for instance, uh, Nickel and Dimes. It's me and um, Jay Optics. We talk about football, NFL football. Nickel um, and Dimes. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> as of right now, our record uh, for this past week, I believe, is nine and five each. We, but we won and lost different games. Unfortunately, my Jets team lost so against his Steelers team. So and. Unfortunately, you don't you don't witness this too often because you don't really watch football. But yeah, I mainly um, just watch the UFC. That's my, pretty much it. Our mother is a um, Steelers fan. Uh, I would like to say a fake Steelers fan because she's only a fan because of their colors. But since she's been a, f- <laughs> a Steelers fan, she uh, they've won I believe two Super Bowls. So either she's lucky to have them or they're lucky to have her. I would like to think they're lucky to have our mom. Yeah, so. they're lucky to have her. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, but. Uh, you know that game came up. Uh, you could check us out with, you know, for uh, nickels and dimes. Uh, same s- sources as um, ours. Get a podcast dot com, uh, Blueberry, Stitcher, iTunes. Um, they have we have a, a group, uh, Facebook group, uh, Twitter, all those different outlets, uh, and also you can also find J Optics. And Jazz, who were with us at Comic-Con on The Rhythm and the Rebel. Awesome, awesome Rhythm show. Rhythm and the Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> you going to do that to everything I mentioned? Yeah, I think I will. Okay. Um, they are awesome shows. Awesome shows. So, you know, keep it, keep it out. For, uh, keep an eye out. Well, keep an eye out and an ear out for um, any of these shows that are coming up, the videos we have coming up. You know, you know just enjoy basically that's all i gotta say i'm done (laughs) all right well we look forward to getting some feedback from you guys this is otaku american big l and my co-host mike oh uh in order to send that feedback our email address is uh otaku american uh at gmail.com all right big l out later guys